coast of Southern California, you can only surf, party, and make love for so long before it's time to go to work. Rock and roll. 27 banks in three years. Everybody's Anything to catch the perfect wave. I'm not a crook. Patrick Swayze. Fear causes hesitation. And hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. Keanu Reeves. You think I joined the FBI to learn to surf? Point break. Adios, amigo! I'm Bodie, an FBI agent, and that is my other buddy over there. That's Johnny Dakota. And welcome to Midnight Movies. Actually, I'm, I'm Jeff. I guess that is my boy, Mike. Good evening, sir. Hello. What's going on, man? Sir, but are you an FBI agent? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, guys, we are finishing up. X game month. X games month. I was gonna say. Extreme. I know you were. That's why I saw you pause. That's like let's, let's sniff a little bit. Thank you. That's for co-hosts are for for finishing <laughs> X games month with my favorite, one of my personal faves that I fought for. It is Point Break, the original. Not that. Let, 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 let's break. be. Let's be honest. You didn't fight that hard, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> well, actually, there, when I uh, when I mentioned the 2015 version, you kind of like you put your again. Like I said last week, like I said on the other episode last week, I I'm not not a fan of either one. I can't say I hate. I'm just not. It's one of those movies where I watched it and I got what I needed out of it and moved on. I never felt a need to revisit, and I never saw the remake because I'm like I saw the first one and I was. I've never seen the remake as well. I was just like, eh, okay. Uh, I, no. I, like I said, I wasn't a big fan, and, and I love the I love every actor in this. I love a huge Patrick Swayze fan. Love Keanu. Love big P- Lori Petty fan. I mean, oh, one of my dirty little secrets that most people like. I'll, I've got a few. We've got a few friends that I've mentioned Tank Girl, and they're like Tank what? And I'm like, are you no. out what? And so, and then of course you know Gary Busey. So you know every single one of these actors on point. It's just again one of those movies I I watched once and I was like, okay, cool, got it. Don't need to see, don't need to revisit. Well, unfortunately for you, we're doing it tonight. And we're doing it live in living color. But anyway, we're doing 1991's Point Break with Keanu and the aforementioned Gary Busey and the late, unfortunately, Patrick Swayze, who passed away several years ago. Sad that we lost him. But um, we're going to honor him by going deep into the sea, getting turbulent, dude. We're getting our surfboards up. We're ready to rock and roll. That's what we're going to do. So usually I do a little countdown. I'm at one second because I like to be different. I like to be dangerous like Mike does. Actually, I'm very dangerous. But anyway, let's do this, kids. In three, hopefully you have the movie. Two, one, press play. We will never see the 20th Century Fox logo ever again, to quote Chris Jericho. You never but know. You never know. Disney may end up selling selling it off one day. and we're, They we're should, man. And this is one of the most, like, that... That, that fanfare just like I'm I'm pumped to watch a movie. And may and maybe they'll start putting stuff out under the Fox, you know, run instead of just the Disney one. I don't know. It would just wouldn't feel the same. Because it's tainted. 
Does a mouse it touch is. it? Yeah. Is that the mouse, mouse touch touched it in its no-no spot? Yeah. It's tainted, dude. I'm serious. It's just not if the you same. Saw, if you saw how many hands that these movie companies went through, they're all tainted. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Because you gotta remember, it was originally just 20th century pictures, you know. And then Fox came in and said, so yeah, they're, they're all tainted in their own little way. And by the way, this film is done by Catherine Bigelow, who is yes. a kick ass, kick ass, I think, I believe, Oscar winning director. Yes, actually, I won money on her Oscar, her first Oscar, in fact. She was. She's a, she's a, she did Detroit, I think, in 2018. If you haven't seen that one, that's a really good film, too. No, how, 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 I, how I won money from her off of her. I know, yeah, Detroit was the last one she most recently did. Um, I know she's working on a couple other ones, but no, it was the same year Avatar came out and everybody's up in arms preaching, God, ah, James Cameron, James Cameron, James Cameron, fucking, mm -mm. I was like, Foot Locker's going to win. Or Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. What, did you say Foot Locker? Yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. But the Hurt Locker. <laughs> the Hurt Locker. That's and, a sequel. Foot Locker. And, um, and I was like, everybody's like, Oscar, oh, that Avatar. I'm like, nope. And she fucking jabbed one right to her ex-husband. And it, it took like a what should have been a guarantee move, you know, Oscar for him. That was that was so dope when she did that. Yeah. I mean, you know, By I the way, guys, if you don't know, Catherine Bigelow is uh, the ex-wife of James Cameron. So that's what I that's just said. Was. So just wanted to relay that. <laughs> just wanted like to re mention that just in case. Okay. I know you wanted it through a dramatic pause. Catherine Bigelow, she, you know, she directed a new order video. Yeah, I think that was her first, like, yeah, like starting off. Touched by the hand of God, one of my favorite songs by New Order. If you don't check it out on their Substance uh, Greatest Hits album, but yeah, that video. Look at that young Keanu. And by the way, Keanu still looks the same, just a beard. Executive producer by James Cameron. Hmm. You go clean cut, Keanu. We just finished, well, I finished a couple a couple weeks ago. We just recently, well, I'm not sure when Mike watched it, but I watched uh, The Matrix Revolutions that came out, which is a horrible film, unfortunately. I wanted to like it. I mean, the thing about it is Keanu was not one of the problems with that movie, just everything else around it was. The cast, yeah, the cast was not a problem. In fact, yeah, the... Um... I'm trying to remember her name now. I'm drawing a blank on it. The, the new Morpheus, basically, the new captain. I thought she did an amazing job. And I guess it, it just the story was just, it was just weak. Weak story. Yeah. I mean, a lot of folks are like, oh, it's it's making a point. I go, I get the point. It made the point in two scenes. And then you make your point, you move on, and you still tell a good story. But they'd have you, made the point over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, you don't make your story wow. the point. Like you're, I know you're making a political statement or something like that, and this was a a great a great time for for um was it Lana Wachowski uh 
to make you know if she wanted to make a political statement about her life and things that she had gone through and, and change. And and this was like a time that, that I expected those things to happen. Never as did I because they both been through the transition. I'm thinking, okay, it's gonna be like something what they. Well, it was just about. Lana. It wasn't. It wasn't her sister. It was. Yeah, her sister wasn't involved in this. It was just Lana. But they both went through to transitions. Well, yeah, they both had gone through transitions. But that's why I thought, okay, we're going to – I expected woke upon woke, and I was ready, and I was hoping, and and we just got like a, a, a political – like a, not even political statement, more of like a social commentary. And I'm like, yeah, just... okay, I got it. About, about bad – about how bad Hollywood's remaking things. Like, great, and you just remade another one and just proved – Yeah, yes. you, you basically <laughs> just proved the point like, no. of the story you were saying. Ugh. What you should have done is come out and you know made a joke about it and then, like, flipped it on its head and said, nope, this is not what we're going to be. We're going to be something completely different because it's being done. You know, we've seen so many great great re, you know, remakes and, and yeah, you know, retellings you and – you could have literally flipped the script, like you know what? They're, when they're waking up with the pods and all that, and in the first time that you know Morpheus is looking around, but hey, what's up, Trinity? What? You what's up, Trinity? And you could have made like if you wanted to, you could have made Trinity a Neo, like she's the one now, like and that's a different like okay, and you know what? I would have been cool with that. That's a different spin. I mean, it's the same characters, but they're in different. You know, it's a swap. I wouldn't care, but like everything else about it was just. Hey, there's Gary Busey. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen some great like restarts of. I mean, we we always talk about the shitty remakes and there's sh- shitty reboots and all that. But some folks, you you forget about some of the best ones. Yeah, I mean, recently we talked about you know Karate Kid or you know Cobra Kai and and uh, Ghostbusters and. Um, was another one that just came out not too long ago. Uh, that we, that we both like we're like okay, you know what they they captured them that moment. Oh, um, shoot, just threw a blank on it. Hold on, I'm watching Ronald Reagan. Hold on, bet bank <laughs> right now. Kind of distracted. It'll come to us. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. But there, there's one that you and I never talk about, and you and I are both a fan of the remake. Or the Which retelling, is- and I'm a huge fan of the original. We never talk about when we talk about great remakes and re- great reboots. We never talk about Planet of the Apes because guess what? It was so good, it was so flawlessly done. We don't think of it in our head as a yeah, but that, it was so right. well done. The first the, that trilogy, like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, we always talk about Ghostbusters and God damn it, I can't draw a blank on this other movie that came out a couple years ago that that, that you and I good. always you know, refer to. But it's like. Planet of the Apes was a masterpiece when it came to remake. You know, it did show honor to the original and then like moved forward and moved they, forward to the point you don't even think back to the original. I remember the trailer for the first film that had um what James Franco in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, this looks stupid. It's going to be garbage. But then it was in the dollar theater at the time. So let me go watch it. So I watched it. I'm like, dude, this is really good. And the C and like the CGI or whatever they were doing the practical with the Andy Circus stuff. I'm like, okay, this is good. Yeah. The second one even better. The third one, awesome. Yeah. It kind of and actually, it, you know, spoilers been out for a while, but the third one actually leads to the original trilogy from or the original movies from the 60s. Yeah, which is freaking awesome. I was like, oh, okay. We're and going and again, here. that was my biggest thing. I'm I'm a huge fan of the of the 60s movies, and that's why when I saw the 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 trailer for the remake i'm like uh, and i already i mean 
I had no issues with the uh, with the 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 Wahlberg remake, none at all, because it was it was the it was the book. Again, I'm coming from a a, a a literary point of view as well. When I when I watched the movies, it was the book. I was completely fine with that concept. I was like, that's it, and it was very similar to the original too. So I was completely fine with that. I did like the one meta thing they had because Charlton Heston played an ape in that film, if I recall correctly. And he's like, go out and kill those goddamn dirty yeah. humans. Like, that was kind of so. But yeah, no, I mean, like I said, that, but I mean, at, at the core of it, it was a great telling of the, of the book. And of course, you know, that's always, that's always a, a book reader's, you know, worst nightmare is they're not going to follow that and they're going to go off on their tangent, which they normally do. And that's where I discovered Matt Reeves as a director as well. Matt Reeves did a second one, which was uh, Dawn, and then uh, War of the Planet. He did both of those, and then he's going to do the Batman in a couple weeks. So, fingers crossed. Don't don't screw up, Matt. I've always liked these little skyline scenes in films. Are you true, Utah, Johnny Utah? Busey before he had his moment. <laughs> yeah. He's had several moments there, sir. Co-producer, what's his name? Is it Rick King? Rick King, I believe his name is. Came with the idea for the movie while lounging on the beach. He was given a uh, L.A. Weekly article about an L.A. robbery of the capital of America. Dreamed the movie about FBI agents infiltrating a surf gang that robs banks to fuel their fun. Interesting. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to hold on, man. What? Um. Um. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Gary Busey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> In a nutshell. Freaking wacko. And yeah, but then Keanu is... tries to tries to do his best. Yeah, he, he it's funny. he's trying to imitate Gary. <laughs> That's it was good. So strange. He he hasn't found that inner inner badass just yet. Sorry, I, I do like a lot of Keanu Reeves movies at this time. I don't love them. I love later Keanu. It, 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 he found something about himself, you know, later on, and he was still kind of, you know, this guy in a lot of movies. When Keanu says less, it's more. That's what I always say. The less he says, the better he is. Don't give him a film where he's doing Macbeth. Or Dracula. God, he was terrible in Dracula. He was playing Jonathan Harker. There's not much to 
what he did for Harker was fine. He didn't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more he could have brought to that character, and nothing less he could have taken away. It was just that. Sex wax. Okay. Yeah, I got to say, pretty much '90s. Not I was not a Keanu fan. Busy as hell. Yeah, but there's not a lot in the '90s that I was like, "That's okay." I could see him doing a lot more. Like he had a couple of gems, like a you know, like a Johnny Mnemonic. I know you will say this one because you know you you like this one, but um, what? which one? This one, the one we're currently watching. Oh, this one, yeah. This is. I thought you were going to say something else besides. No, no, uh, no, John, no. Like, like, no. I, I no, love I'm saying John, I, I'm, I'm saying myself, Johnny Mnemonic, and you know, like I said, you would say this one. Um, like he had, a, he had some of like his filling Minnesotas. That one was in uh, this one. In Devil's Advocate, but the rest of them, no. Nah. I love. Thing about Devil's Advocate is like he was. I just felt he was sort of a sounding board for Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he played. He was yeah. basically just like Al Pacino was just spitting out these awesome lines. Like, he's so good in that film. Oh. Yeah, I don't think and it was Keanu till like just, it wasn't until like 1999. I think where when he started his Matrix, that's when I I saw Keanu a little different because that's when he really started coming out. You know, doing all sorts of different different uh, style of movies. Gary Busey talking about surfing. Awesome. Hey, I would believe Gary Busey on surfing. All right. <laughs> I'm sure you would. If there, hey, that. I definitely, I definitely can see him understanding that. And his son, the exact same way. His son was in Starship Troopers, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. First of all, I think I recognized him. He did a couple other movies after that. Like, oh no, he's likes. done a lot. But I'm just saying, as far as like recognizing him early, yeah, I mean, that's the ones I recognize. He's been he's been pretty busy. It's not like he like vanished. So. He's a working actor, yeah. So he's making his he's making a living. So good on him. I just don't think he has. I mean, I think he's too much like his dad. <laughs> Maybe that's what like blackballs him, and like he kind of gets like uh, what do they call that thing? Um, Typecast. Did you ever surf? No. You ever surf? No? Okay. Just wondering. Nope. Uh, saw too many uh, shark movies growing up. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Lori Petty. Tried How come we have never picked a date to do Tank Girl? Hasn't quite fit in. We'll get around to it. I love Tank Girl, man. One of my favorite performances, not by her, but Malcolm McDowell. Alex from Clockwork Orange. 
um, one of the best villains in Star Trek generation. Probably the, the best, one of the best villains. In, well, actually, uh, up top there. Excuse me, I'm stuttering. It was Star Trek Generations when he was in there. League of Their Own, too. She was in the that. Oh, yeah. Lori, Lori's been around a while. She's not, she's not, she's not a... No, Spring Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but, yeah, she's... Something about her, man, just made her hot. It's the voice. The voice and little, the little, the little punky girl. Well, yeah, that's what it was. That's it. So, so she always got the short hair. And... Yeah. But she's one of those chicks that could pull off the short and the long. Ooh, a little concrete blonde action. Yeah. That's one of your faves. Yeah, I heard that there uh, there was a rumor of them uh, redoing Tank Girl, like doing a, re- a remake, which I can't wait to see what they get, what they do with that. I uh, it depends who does it. After watching Peacemaker, I would love to see James Gunn do it, or at least write it. At least write it. I I don't want him doing it because sorry, it's, he's getting a little over. I'd find somebody in that same genre and that same vein. Yeah. Oh, maybe get... maybe one of his assistants or no. I, I, if anybody, like, I can see a Tycho doing something like that. Hmm. Hmm. Not a bad choice. I didn't think of Tycho. Well, I think I think some of a lot of I think James's humor, like in some of the things I I've liked to watch, it's you can see the Tycho influence because when you see a Tycho movie, you see that kind of humor in it. So. It just Taika does something else with it. Is it a 69? 70. That's a, is that Bullet? No, Sorry. it's not a Bullet. No, no. it's not Bullet. No, it's a 68. I, no, but that, no, that, that can't tell what, there's 69 or 70 a, Mustang. And it's funny because uh, in, his, in a later film, when he becomes Mr. John Wick, he also drives a Mustang. I wonder if that's a um, an homage to him driving that car right now. Probably not, but the only actor in Hollywood who has three trilogies under his belt. Keanu Reeves. Mike, for the people who don't know in the audience, can you name those trilogies? Well, Matrix, Bill and Ted, and I can't think of the third one. Yes, you can. You're just playing coy. It involves a dog. Oh, and John Wick, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that's an accomplishment, though. You think about it, it's still three trilogies. That's something. No other Hollywood actor or actress can say that. Look at her eyes. She got pretty eyes. They're the green eyes. 
What was what's Lori Petty up to? Let's see. Lori Petty. Uh, okay. Well, so, actually, no. You well, cannot. You cannot. You cannot say that. He's not the only actor. Okay, I've been corrected. Um, you have Orlando Bloom. Lord of the Rings, the Pirates, and the Hobbit movies. Pirates. Well, I don't. I don't uh, know. It's two separate trilogies. All right, then. Finally, then we'll go. Then we'll go even one more. An Maybe actor somebody... that has four trilogies under his belt. Four. Four trilogies under his belt. You're gonna say Hugo Weaving? Yes, sir. Matrix, Lord of the Matrix, Rings, Lord Transformers, the Rings, and then Hobbit. And then and... Hobbit. See, I don't know if you could include the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings yes, the you same. Can. You can because know. they're two different stories. I don't know, but and then if you really want to go, then you also have Tony Todd. Tony Todd, Candyman. What else? Final Destination. And then all the Black Fox TV movies. Okay, man. Now we're getting a little. You you you, you want to you want to make a statement? I'm just saying. I'm just say- <laughs> that's that's a reach right there. But I'll I'll accept the Hugo Weaving and Orlando Bloom. Let me rephrase that. How about being a physical? Well, that's Orlando Bloom is still in there. <laughs> and so was Hugo Weaving too. So he was only well, he was He was only animated in one of them. It wasn't physically in the Transformers, right? But he was still in Matrix, Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit. Or if you really want the whole or, Lord or, of the Rings, or, or, or we can also say Stallone, Rambo, Rocky, and The Expendables. Okay, that I would accept. I'd accept that one. Actually, he's going to be in the fourth Expendables movie, too. Coming out this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Another one of my dirty little secret movies. Now, that I accept. The other two are questionable. But this one, that that one, yes. That one, I would give you the uh, the golf clap. The others, the others are acceptable as well. Can't take that away from him. Not to me. Oh, well, that's just because that's you. I don't know. Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit to me is the same thing. It's not. It just takes place in the it's same the world. Same it world. just takes place. Are you telling me? So then you're telling me the prequels, the sequels, and the OG of Star Wars are all the same. Throw Star Wars in here, man. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna use that example to for Hobbit, then yeah, I know, I know that, and it's, it hurts. I know it's okay. Where's my Jaeger? I need a Jaeger shot. Good lord, you make my head hurt. Okay. All right, good. Ah, uh, goes around, comes around. Bitch. Anyway, nice to see Lori Petty again. I was trying to find out what she's been up to. After I was really, uh, she was. Um, I think she was in uh, Orange Is the New Black for a while. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, um, that's one of her credits. And I'm sure I think she's probably done some like I mean pretty much everybody is doing fucking streaming shit nowadays whether it's a movie or she was in House I didn't know that a couple episodes or was she like a uh a couple episodes okay. she was in there like, like three or four uh, Prison Break Hawaii Five O 
it's funny you mentioned Transformers. She was a voice in Transformers Robots in Disguise TV series. Swedish Dicks. I'm not lying. That's a TV series. She was in it. Robot Chicken, Summer Camp, Yeah, Orange is the New Black, The Dying Kind, The, the Survivalist. She's still acting. Good for her, man. Always been a Lord Petty fan. So good on her. And she's got something coming out. You're, you're all going to die. And of course, you cannot forget her from uh, from the Superman animated series. She was Livewire. Yes. Yes, that's right. Which I think is a criminally underrated series, by the way. The bad I, thing about the... I think he just got overlooked because of Batman. I mean, he got... That's I mean, what just, I'm saying. Hey, Batman it was so big out. and... It came out like right after... Because I remember they had a premiere... I was like, oh, shit, it came out like literally, I think it was like a Friday or Saturday night. It was like 8 p.m. And I watched it. I was like, this is really good. Like, I'm not a Superman fan, but I, I dig it. It went through all his, his villains. Of course, Luther was the omnipresent villain, but like the stories. Yeah, were probably one of, one of my favorite Luthers of, of all time. You know, most people, most people will throw most people throw in you. They're like, oh, Luthers are, you know, you're always going to do the live action. But I to me, I'm sorry. Um Shit, just drew, drew a blank on his name. Dude, Clancy Brown. Clancy, man. thank Clancy you. Yeah, Clancy, awesome, Clancy Brown as Luther. To me, it hands down beats a lot of the other ones, like even the live action ones. He was. So I mean, good. He, and sorry, even though I, I love him to death, but you know, even um, Gene Hackman, he was a better Luther than Hackman. Dana Delaney as fucking Lois Lane. Tim Daly as fucking Superman Clark Kent. Come on. And I was like, Tim Daly, the guy from Wings, is going to be Clark and, and Clark and Superman. But he was good. He was good. Yeah, cool, bro. If Patrick was still around, I mean, do you remember there was a movie that he did? A couple of years, well, of course, a couple of years first passing. It was called Black. It was called Black Dog. It was basically. It was, it was, like a, a movie it, was it was him and uh, Meatloaf, right? Meatloaf, yeah, it was him and Meatloaf. Yeah, he's like a truck driver, like trying to solve like the the death of his wife or some shit like that. It was a really it was an underrated film, not bad. I, unfortunately, think- a lot of his movies are underrated. Like I, I really hate to say, it. he had a really great career, but when you look yeah. at his, when you really look at his career, he's got a few nuggets. But for the most, you're like, I've never heard of that movie before, you know. I remember him, and maybe you might remember this movie. Hopefully, you do. A movie called Young Blood, and he was like a hockey player. It was him and Rob Lowe. Oh yeah, early yeah. Oh, so because I, I was I'm a big hockey guy, and he was like the captain of the team, he was like the best player. Rob Lowe was like the rookie, like the hot shot kid, and basically Patrick was like trying to teach him the ropes and just like, hey man, don't do all that shit, just do it like this, like kind of vibing. And like there was a game like in the middle of the season, like a, some fucking goon like knocked Patrick Swayze out for the game, and Rob had to step up and be the man. Dude, such a good movie. Oh, oh I'm getting, like, John C. McKinley. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> when, he, when he does his, I love him. When he, when he goes on his rants. Yes. yes. Well, 
But yeah, no, when you look back at like Swayze's career, like you have like your little gems and then like nothing for like weird ones for a while. Like you had the outsiders. Fucking outsiders. It's on it's on HBO Max, by the way. They 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 reissued it, re re corrected like it's four G now or four K. They got extra scenes in there. Amazing. Still amazing movie. But then after like Outsiders, you had Uncommon Valor, Grandview USA. Like Grandview USA was kind of a fun goofy one. And then it jumps into Red Dawn and then Young Blood, like you said. Then you got Dirty Dance, and then like Steel Dawn, Tiger Warsaw, then jumps into Road Roadhouse. Yeah. Road Ru hey, hey, yeah. hey. Well again, again, he has these gems and then he has like these really weird ones that are like Yeah. Okay, what are these? You know? And then and then he jumps in and does two Wong Fu. I mean, people forget that he was a drag queen in Two Wong Fu. With Wesley Snipes, by the way. Yeah, with, with Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo. Yeah, just, I mean, great. Dude, so good. You know, and then he, after Two Wong Fu, he jumps into something like th- Three Wishes and then does the Black Dog, you know, movie. It's, like, really weird. Yeah, it's true. He has, like, his, yeah, you're right, his gems and... Then he has like these lows, like what? Yeah, what are like, you doing? Yeah, it's like I don't. I mean, I I'm, his career was great. He'll he'll always be around. Shit, he's even referenced in Cobra Kai. Yes, he is. Because yes, most is. people, most people, uh, Robbie Keane's middle name is Swayze. It's Swayze, <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Swayze. <laughs> but yeah, he's one of those those rare actors that you know will have these little gems, but he is a household name and everybody will remember him because of those movies. He's cut his hair off. <laughs> Stupid. You know who could have fit in this movie? William Zapka, man. Like Glove. I could see fucking Johnny in this film. Yeah. Like Johnny in the middle years, like after Cobra Guy or after a Karate Kid. Became like a burnout server guy. I could see it. You know what I didn't notice watching Cobra Kai? And it took me a while. And maybe you noticed it at first because you're, you're a little slightly smarter than me. I did not notice. And you got to call me a dumbass for saying this. Johnny Lawrence lives in the same apartment complex that Daniel did when he came into Karate Kid. Yeah. I you, didn't notice oh, that. Oh, you didn't notice? Oh. I didn't. I was like, oh, wait a minute. To me, to me, that was kind of like poetic justice that that now Daniel's living the high life that Johnny was and Johnny's now where Daniel was, you know, as a, as a kid, they basically, it took me a while. Like, Cause I kept thinking, I was like, that's not the same place. That's a, some, that's some, that's somewhere else. That's yeah. similar. But I was like, Oh, that's the same place. And I think he's like the maintenance guy for that building as well. Oh no, no, no. It's that other douchehead guy. Yeah. It was okay. uh, somebody else that he had to threaten. That was, yeah. um, that was like, uh, that was like trying to take advantage of, of, uh, what's her name uh tory yeah, tory, tory. yeah. yeah. and of course the the name point break is it goes back to you know yeah. our avengers watch along because that's what thor is referred to as by uh tony yep yep point break check out the archives kids I just love that scene in Thor Ragnarok. He's trying to access the thing. He's like, strongest Avenger, mightiest Avenger. He's like, point break. Welcome. (laughs) No, he's like, damn you. Damn Damn you, Stark. Stark. Point break. (laughs) 
You blow. You can't do it. And there it is, the lonely surfboard. I guess you can surf, kid. Another Karate Kid reference, like you were talking about, the scene where we uh, that we just saw where they were at the um, playing football mm. was the same place where uh, in Karate Kid that they were playing soccer out on the beach. <laughs> same, it was the same same uh, beach, oh, and same okay. area. It's all tying together. I think Point Break and Karate Kid are in the same universe. Just saying, they are same world. Please give me season five now. Just saying. <laughs> Got some time. That again. That's why. That's why. Only thing I don't like about every. I know everybody loves. I need to binge watch. That's why I like every other streaming service other than Netflix. I do too. You can it, they, like at least I'll give HBO Max. That'll they'll. Oh, Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. But yeah, like HBO will give you like three, three up front, and then sprinkle you the rest, or the other ones will give you maybe one or two. But yeah, Netflix gives it all out at once. I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta. Yeah, they blow their load yeah. real quick. I, I, again, I did, I did, I did that with Witcher. I, I felt, I was like, damn it, why I get, why I do? That? I just, I did the same thing. Like Witcher came out, I binge watched it, the whole thing. Same thing with Cobra Kai, binge watched the whole weekend. I was like, yeah, it's great, but I'm like, now you're leaving me wanting. That's their thing. They want to tease, like, yo, you can watch our whole shit, but guess what? You gotta wait because he's yeah. like, like, screw you. At least Disney Plus and everybody else, like you just said, like once a week, like okay, I, gotta, I have to wait, I gotta wait, I gotta wait. And I actually enjoy that. I love. I love the. the I do the too. Way. I, like, I like anticipation, man. I just. Dude, who the hell is this dude? This is whipping ass. It's like a young Jason Law. That's why you failed. You, you should have had Jason Momoa in the remake of Point Break. Um, I was talking to my brother Chris. And he, I was telling him, like, I usually tell him what we're up to. He's like, what are you watching tonight? I'm like, well, I'm doing you know, Point Break tonight. He's like, not the not the remake. I'm like, hell no. I never even watched it. He's like, dude, one night you should watch that film. I'm like, dude, if I, have to, if I watch that film, it's going to be like Batman and Robin Part 2. Trust me. He's like, but you've never seen it. I go, dude, I already hate it, and I've never watched it. The trailer alone just, like, I just was just so, look at Kiedis, man. Of course, Patrick Swayze. I think that the question I was going to ask you, like we had our Keanu sounds a couple of years ago. Well, I don't think it's ended, but fortunately the Matrix has kind of, that hurt him a lot. Do you think Patrick Swayze could have ever had like a, uh, a Swayze Assange, maybe, if he was still alive. Like, revisit some of his old films, like, do, like, a Dirty Dancing. Like, they did a Dirty Dancing Part 2, Havana Nights, which is, my daughter loves that film. Actually, daughter. and he was in that. Was he? Yeah, he was uh, He was uh, the dance instructor. Well, I didn't see, I, I never saw it. Yeah, so yeah, he made, yeah, he made a cameo in that as, okay. a, as a dance instructor. And corrected. So. Yeah, I could definitely see him. Like, I, I mean, I would love to, like, right now would have been the perfect time and best time to have him do, like, have a remake of Roadhouse and have him be the Sam Elliott yes. type character. 
yes. you know, have him come in teaching the new kid, you know, having one of those fun moments. Or like when they did, like when they did this movie, did this remake, you know, he would have been funny if he played like Gary Busey's role instead of being, you know, the bad. Like he's the cop. He's the, he's not, not the, yeah, he's the, he's the head cop. He's not Keanu Reeves, but you know, I mean, it would be fun to see him doing something like that. Always dug him as an actor. He was never distracting. No, never was. You know, it was always it was That's always fun to see him. You know, see what yeah, he did. And... Like, I mean, I couldn't see him in like any of these you know big tentpole films like an MCU DC. Oh, I could. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, you think so? definitely. Really? Hmm. I would be interested to hear that. Well, too. I mean, you got to think here. I mean, we're looking at him now with the long hair and stuff, but I mean, look at him like later on in his career. Um. Trying to think of something that like le- that was later on. He was doing uh, voiceovers and stuff. Like, I mean, think about like Donnie Darko. Remember when he was in Donnie Darko? That he could have. I think that would have been kind of you. Kind of want to. Like, yeah, but Donnie Darko, he was kind of like a, a little perv character. But again, imagine him. That's something different. He could have taken on a different role, not be the the badass like he is in almost. You know everything. what? I, I I'm gonna retract that statement. And give you credit because I would I could have never seen Kevin Bacon in X Men First Class as as a bad guy. Dude, think of half think of half of the the Oscar nominated and awarded characters. Would you ever thought of a uh, of Anthony Hopkins as Odin? No, it was a dream. I mean, but no, I, I never thought it would happen. I mean, just Renee just, just think of the think of the yeah Renee yeah. I, I mean, think I know. Just think of all of those big name actors. You would like. No, they wouldn't be. Different time though. Now, that's what I'm saying. I think I think they they could have. Now, if they get like Al Pacino, Robert De Niro on there, I'm like, dude. I mean, they're not going to be physical actors. They'll probably be voice actors. To be voice actors, they can do like they did with Matt Damon and and um, and, and Thor. Yeah, or, I mean, he, they could just have them in there doing little scenes like that. You know, he's coming back. This year in Love and Thunder, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, you're having him. I think Melissa McCarthy's coming in as Loki. Uh, I think she's yeah, because I think I saw on set her dress as Loki. We're getting we're getting somebody else. Uh, what's his name? Because I think uh, I think Melissa's husband is Loki, is is in um, there. Oh, there's no Russell Crowe's gonna be in a uh, Zeus. Dude, I can't wait to see Love and Thunder. Yeah, me either. As much as I'm not a, fa- I'm not a fan of uh, the Jane being Thor. I, I, I can't wait to see what how how Guardians are going to fit in. I can't wait to see how the rest are going to are going to fit in. And by the way, if you guys want to check out Mike's uh, rant about the Lady Thor, it's in the archives in the Here's a Silent podcast. Yeah, good luck in finding that. It's I don't know what episode it is. <laughs> it's probably in the early. Days. I just remember that rant you went on because I remember like I we were discussing it. Well, it was Mike. Mike irk with it was more or less that it was just the worst run but again when i look at when i look at what they did and for because it made no money nobody bought it It nobody cared and it's like when you go on these youtube videos it's so revered like oh lady thor like you know they wrote this great character i'm like okay let me find out about it like nobody read it yeah the point was was that when you said you like nobody read it why do people care yeah 
And you got to realize, I mean, people will be like, oh, it's because it's a chick. No, it's not because it's a chick. If you look at some of like the best comic books, like some of the highest selling comic books are female led comic books, especially in nowadays. Yeah. Especially if they're their own. Oh, no, it's Hella. She's playing. uh, She's going to be playing Hella. Oh, and her husband, Ben Falcon, he's supposed to be in there, but we don't know what role he's playing. Surter. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Who's this dude? Speaking of Thor, but I, I, I guess I, I guess I heard Lady Sith is coming back as well. Yeah, she's coming back. So that'll be good. Well, unfortunately, the Warriors three were taken out way too fast. But <sighs> it's a rant we can go on for a long time. What was that? The Warriors three when they were taken out really quick. Oh yeah, it was just yeah. I hated that. That was so BS. What a cool mullet he has. Different universe, different time. If they went a different direction, I just thought of it right now. What do you think Patrick Swayze is Loki? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Now, because I never saw Loki as a badass. Like, Tom does Loki like I've always envisioned Loki. There's just something about Patrick. He's got that charm. He's he's got that little smirk, that that devilish smirk. Yeah, but yeah, no. I'd put him in something... Okay. Bigger, honestly, I think he he would have been better as in uh, Guardians as um Kurt Russell character. I think he would have done an amazing Ooh, job ego. there. Ego, yeah. Ooh, Ooh little L.A. Guns, dude. Soundtrack, loving the, the soundtrack. Ballad Jane. Oh my god. How many times did I play that? The, the, the song, the song's "I'm Over You," but it's it's on the same album though. Yeah, I'm, that's yeah, yeah it's that's, that same same album, but uh. Tell you, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, man, the 80s hair metal, man, somehow it's it's, it's, it's making it's, coming back. it's making it's like its third back. resurgence all of a sudden. Like you listen to because you're talking about it, uh, the uh, Peacemaker. the Peacemaker. I mean, that whole that the first thing I posted was John Cena dancing in his underwear to the choir boys. Nobody knows who the choir boys choir are. Boys are. They are you know, like honestly, so... I forgot about the choir boys. And if you look at that soundtrack for Peacemaker, it has like all these like dope 80s hair metal bands yeah. like. <laughs> Who? Wait, like they had one. Oh, okay. And like the, I want to spoil. It's not really a spoiler, but it's part of the scene. When like he's going to that one chick's house and he pulls like the Cinderella album and oh, actually he breaks into the chick's house. It's like you like Cinderella. They go, I don't love Cinderella. Like melodic tones, bluesy, and the chick instantly falls in love yeah. with him. Like later on, it, it's a playback. It's the perfect. Dude. It's the perfect blend of uh, of hard rock and blues. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but no, just that scene where he's dancing in his underwear to oh, the choir God. boys. And not only just underwear, but tidy whities doing a grind and then grabs a vibrator and uses it as a microphone. I'm like thinking to myself, all I'm thinking to myself is, is, is what, what is it? Loyalty and, and, and whatever from WWE. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a, there's some 17 year old kid watching this that grew up on, on that going, John Cena, what like, the hell? My, oh my, my world's blown and crushed. <laughs> Cause I mean, he's had some good movies. He's a I, he's like, bad. um, what was it? The uh, da- daddy, uh, I think a uh, daddy, daddy's home too. When he's yeah, in yeah that. he was good in daddy's home too. And then what's the one? Uh, our friend, um, Cindy always talks about it. It's, um, 
where where Blockers, I think it is. Blockers was good. Uh, he did one movie with um, oh, what's her name from SNL? The chick, uh, Tina Fey and uh, her other buddy, and he was like the drug dealer. He was good in that film oh, yeah. too. Yeah. But I think, but yeah, but this, like this movie is just like he, so out of his mold. With Peacemaker, dude, he's found a home, dude. He should like, if he's plays Peacemaker for the rest of his life, he'll make bank. That's his dead. That's the that's DC's Deadpool right now. Right now, yeah. Because Peacemaker and I, I read some Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker was never a big. I read you know, a few character. too. Yeah, it was like he was like he was like an ancillary character. He was like a nobody. He was like I was like eh, he's whatever piece of shit. But like Cena, he just and you know, of course, the writing goes into that James. But Bond it's all, but it's his acting. It's this but it's, deadpan. It's his, yeah, his his acting, man. It's like it's John Cena. Yeah. But it's him. I'm like, I dig it. I dig it. Like in Fast and Furious, that last movie he was in as Toretto's brother, I did not dig. I was like, eh, it's okay. But this Peacemaker suits him like a glove, man. Make more. And by the way, these scenes are done by actual real surfers. Just letting you guys know. In case you didn't know that. It's the moment of truth, dude. He learned how to surf. Yay! All right, so we're we gonna be in a little more petty. Oh, there she is. Everybody loved drinking by the ocean in the eighties. This movie, The Lost Boys, Karate Kid, we Karate Kid, <laughs> a lot of ocean drinking. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. It's like the punker style chick. Something about her. And the voice. Yeah. The raspy voice. Squ- squeaky raspy. Yeah. Tank girl. Oh. Now, I'll tell you this. How about this? If the DCU was doing stuff at this time, or maybe actually a couple years later, and if she was the correct age, could you not see her as Harley Quinn? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Harley Quinn wasn't in existence. She wasn't created. Yeah, she wasn't created this yeah. time. But man, if there was anybody who could play her, I remember like they were doing like these Wizard magazine castings because I used to buy that and so do you. And they would cast like um, who was the name they put a lot of time? It was the lead singer of Hole, Courtney Love. Courtney Love, like oh, she could be Harley. I was like, Court- Courtney Love is. I don't... This is early on, by the way. Well, it had to be because Courtney and, and Harley came around the same time. Cause yeah, was, I was like, I don't know. Courtney is Har- she could, but again, no, 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 most people didn't understand Harley at that point. She wasn't. She was just a side chick. She hadn't come into her own until much later. What do you think got her into her own? Like that one was that one episode was a Mad Love of uh, Batman the Animated Series where they showed the abuse of her and the Joker. Was Partial, later partially that, but I think it was more when they brought her into the into the actual main world. Yeah, okay. brought her into the actual comic book world where she could grow and become more. You know, and that's I think that's when it that's when she she did, and then of course her other 
times that she was in like some of these random animated things. But yeah, it, it took a while. But like I said, beforehand, I love her beforehand the, she, I was, love, she was just a henchwoman. I love her in the White Knight series, dude. A lot of character in that. Lots of building. Yeah, can't wait. Her and Batman being besties. Can't wait. They got a new one coming out this year. They also got a new Thomas Wayne Batman coming out. Yeah. I, cannot, I, still, I still need to buy my... Still need to buy was it Batman 89? I haven't... Dude, I have to, I have to go to Acme. Really Batman need. 89 was okay. I wasn't a, was not a fan of Batman 89. I think I did the first three and it was... You didn't like it? No, wasn't a. Okay. It was all it right. is, if you don't like it, it was a fun. It was fun. You might like it a little bit more than me since you are the Batman Mark, but it was you know a little nostalgia. It was kind of fun to read to see what they thought. Like I think the first, the second one was second or third is where they like it really delved into more of um, Harvey Dent, you know, but with, as Billy D. Williams, that kind of thing. That was kind of fun to see, but the rest I was like, yeah, not great. Yeah, like if they would have done this back then and said, hey, you know what, we're not going to continue with this, but let's do a. Comic book, yeah, probably would have been more interested in it. Just got laid, bro. I still... Okay, this is not the Mustang from the Bullet series. I know that. Oh, and that's a 70 Mustang, by the way. Yeah, I know. I just but, I just saw the headlights. <laughs> yeah, bullet was six. I think bullet was sixty six or sixty. Yeah, bullet. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's that's a fastback. I that's actually I had that same exact one. Uh, candy apple red. Okay. Yeah. All right, go. <laughs> nice. Keanu leaps off the arms of Lori Petty into a drug ice. Good for him. That's the way you do it, bro. You know, I I, I kind of miss villains like this in a movie the, in, in a movie, especially like this, especially Gary Busey. I mean, because he's so over the top and so cheesy. And the villains nowadays are just so like so monotone and so like just straightforward and very they talk like this and like you know what um you ruined my family's life and um yeah, I just I mean Gary's not you know essentially he's not a villain, but I'm just saying like in context, I just wish they had characters like this in film, like fun people. They do in, in some, but not a lot. Maybe that's why I like James Gunn stuff so much. I'm I'm gonna rave about James Gunn and Peacemaker a lot now because it's the last thing I watched, and it's it's just fun, fun out of the, its elements. It's profanity, lace, and everything. What do you think is going on here? The hell? Oh. Dude, leave the guy alone. He's just rocking out to some metal. That's all he's doing. You gonna invade his house for that? Come on. Boo. He just banged a chick and now he's just listening to fucking anthrax. Oh shit. Okay. Well. Hey, I. 
<laughs> Come on. Do you think Gary Busey's going to have a dog? Come on. Really? Yeah. Get Angelo out of there. No. Oh, my God. Is that Steve Burton? No. I've never used a lawnmower like that. Oh, boy. Come on, flat top. Do something. A Tommy gun? What's that? Is that a Tommy gun he has? Yeah, why not? Fucking A. Yeah, she a man of gangsters, you see? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. Yeah, Bugsy, you see? They're coming after me. The coppers are coming in. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucked. And you they see? keep showing this chick's ass. Oh, they kill her? No, she ain't dead. Oh. Oh, of course, oh. Gary, Gary's going to move her out of the way quickly. Very good. Gary knows. Yeah, yeah, she's not She's not dead. She's oh. over there screaming like a little bit. And of course, they were screaming. And there's another one in the shower yeah. screaming. There we go. Oh, oh, maybe that's her screaming. Yeah, there we go. You know, he, dude, he just fell on top of him. He just... That wasn't really a tackle. No. You're an FBI agent, really? Hey, man, that's a bowl. That's a perfectly good box of Cheerios. Don't kill the chick, dude. Oh, damn. Shit. You just got some aim. Oh, oh shit. God. Damn. Oh, oh. You blew off his red hot chili pepper. You you got beat up by a naked chick? Again, it brings me back to the peacemaker fight last night when he was fighting this. Kiris, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> So we have a moment while Anthony Kiedis lies down in agony. What is your favorite Chili Peppers album, Mr. Jones? I'd be interested to know. Since you lived in California and probably seen the rise of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, they were already uh, they, they were already really? in Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the time I moved out there. So no, it was like when I lived out there, John Frusciante had already been out of the band. Actually, when I lived out there, I worked at Under Guitar Center Carpenter. and he used to come in and um, try to sell his guitars. Really? Yeah. Probably for drugs. Yeah, yeah. But at that time, yeah. My friend actually, uh, he brought in. He, my friend saw he saw him bringing in the uh, guitar from um, Under the Bridge video. Oh my! <laughs> and my God, like, are you serious? Yeah, my buddy's Shh. like, uh, no, we will not be taking that. <laughs> I know what that guitar is, and no, you need to keep on keep hold of that one. Ooh. I I hate to say it, like I mean I I'm love I'm a huge fan of Mother's Milk, but after that I I hate to say it was a, a, a was it a, a real real red one a real hot one 
the one with I was uh, with Red Red Hot Minute. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite I, album as well. It's I I like I yeah, like as a Chili Pepper fan out there, people out the there were, with, are like uh, going telling us to fuck yourself, but that's, that's the one with Dave Navarro. On yeah, too. I'm, a, I'm love, a big Navarro I'm, fan, and I thought that was so much fun. I love that. It's it's so strange and weird. It's like off the cuff, like Californication, and you have like Mother's Milk. Yeah, sure, they're great, but one Red Hot Minute man to me is like. Again, but I'm one of those people. I like the band's worst albums. Like most, I love bands like really offbeat albums. Like that. That to so do no- I. So do I. Like uh, Depeche Mode songs, Faith and Devotion. You two, I mean, no, you don't like them, but Octoon Babies, their offbeat album. No, 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 no. Like when I say offbeat, I'm talking about worst selling album. Like where the fans want to disown them. Songs of Faith and Devotion by Depeche Mode. That's one yeah, of the ones. I mean, like, 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 <laughs> like, me. like load. Like I, I love love, oh. love load, love a uh, one. If you said Saint Anger, I would have like, dude, that's. Uh... Now I like Saint Anger's second CD. If you bought the CD set, there's a studio version, and then there's doing it. Then there's one of them recording it live. And, and the together. studio sessions, no, that's garbage. that's tits. The, no. the, 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 the like the live version. The studio of the, session, the live. Oh. Yeah, the live studio version. It has more energy. The the studio mix, like where they went and mixed it and produced it and. That one's just not, it, it's lost something. But when they did like a version of like where they literally just recorded the whole album in the studio with the band together, that one sounds amazing. What? Does he look familiar? Yeah, I was, I'm looking him up right now. Look, wait a minute. He is uncredited in this movie. It's Tom Sizemore. I keep, that's Tom Yeah, fuck. Nice pull. Shit. Not too far from the truth right now, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, like you, like you do have Jeff Amata in here as like uh, as, as a store clerk, uncredited. Store clerk. Okay. No. It's okay, dude. You're banging tanker at the end of the day. Man, great soundtrack. Red, I know. Concrete Blonde, little Jimmy Buffett, School of Fish, Public Image Limited. I know they were talking to, um, what's her name, uh, Carrie Ann Moss about being in the next John Wick movie, but how about Lori Petty, too? Bring her in. For Fuck, what? bring her in. That, bring uh, her in with that one spinoff they're talking about doing, the ballerina. Bring her in there. Which I know you 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 were not a fan of part three, but I I dug the part where they were going into the gypsy world and they found out like how he got trained and shit. And you saw Angelica Houston in there, Angelica Houston, a fucking Oscar winning actress in there, training gypsies how to fight. And then you like you get a hint like where he got his fighting skills from. And he brought like the crucifix over to the table and he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, this is one last favor. Here, I have to rewatch that again. I think that that part three kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. But there's some moments in there that I recall, like man, surfs up, man. So about the rush, bro. Hang ten. 
No, he just saw that dude's ass with the with the tan line. It's weird that he recognizes the ass. Like, oh, it's them. Really? It's all about an ass line, an ass crack. Not too obvious. I have to admire Gary Busey's decor in this film. Those t-shirts are just on point. And that Hawaiian shirt he has on right now. Well, it's all filmed in LA. He probably just rolled out of bed and was like, hey, what do you guys want me to do? <laughs> you got to roll. Here are the lines. What is Gary Busey up to nowadays? Probably nothing. Being hasn't done anything since 2018, yeah, but again, a lot of people haven't. So, oh, he's got a voice credit in uh, Hitman Three video game. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so he's doing a lot of voice work. All right. Can't mana. King of L.A. And mom boy. Oh, Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. Interesting. All right. Okay, Gary. Good for you. Really? Not too racist. Fucking load. What? Yeah, there they come. The ex-presidents go in and out. All right. Um, the movie was originally to be titled Johnny Utah. The name of the character eventually portrayed by Cameron Reeves. It was renamed Riders of the Storm. <laughs> Not going to happen. During the first half of production, but was changed to point rank a surfing term for a wave that hits a piece of land extended from the coastline before production wrapped. Hmm. Little side note. Yeah, you think those titles are bad? Just read what it's what it uh, the Spanish when it went to Spain, the title was called "They Call Him Bodhi." No, no, you're lying. Dude. <laughs> so you think that well, you think the possible ones were bad, but 
Yeah. Well, you got to think with, you know, cause of translation and things like that, but yeah, they, they call him Bodhi. Nice. Well, the original Dune, when it was translated to like Mexico, was called Sandworms. So that I know. Yeah, I don't think. You know. Pay it tall, bro. No. I gotta admit, I'm kind of impressed. Driving with a um, mask on, going through curves like that. Now you do know that this movie was actually in production in 1987, and it had a different actor. Uh, it had a different different cast. Ooh, hold on, I think I got my notes up here. I ha- I think I have the one cast for. Uh, Now, the original one was called No Man's Land, and it had Charlie Sheen as Utah, and uh, Ridley Scott was directing it. But uh, production stalled, and then Sheen ended up going to play you know, his iconic character in, in, in 1988, Young Guns. And then the, oh, the script. So good. I could prefer him the Wraith, though. That's... Well, again, I'm talking about the movie that he went yeah, off yeah. to go do was Young Guns. So I'm not going to just throw a random Charlie Sheen movie out there. No, he left because of that. That is, Sir, that is not a random Sheen, Sheen movie. When I'm referring to the reason why the movie stalled and he moved on, calling out the Wraith is when it had nothing to do with the movie not being for done. It's because of Young Guns. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I understand. I like Wraith just as much as you do. But oh, I don't have I don't to refer to it. I don't think you do. Yeah. We'll talk off air. Okay. I don't think you do. Okay. But yes, I'm sorry. I used to have it on fucking VHS. All right. I, where I recorded all Dude, the, I had it on VHS and, and freaking DVD. So, so stop. <laughs> Enough. We'll talk off air. But I do apologize. This is interesting. Instead of getting actors who would surf, Bigelow cast surfers who could act to be in the gang of the ex-presidents. Yeah, because a lot of them are not only surfers, but yeah. uh, but also like MMA fighters. Bajori Christopher, who plays Gormit, and John Philippen, who plays Nathaniel, were pro surfers who were who acted on the side. Huh. Okay. Oh my god, I'm already tired looking at this. Kind of a nod to, to the movie we did last week, but this film was originally about skateboarding. Not surfing. <laughs> Go here. Which starred Lori Laughlin. Full House with Bob Saget. 
Rest in peace, Bob. No, no, you're talking about Rad. I was talking about the movie we did last week, which was Gleaming the Cube. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I'm thinking about Rad. Mm-hmm. We did two weeks ago. Exactly. Sorry. Oh, I'm glad that happened. William Defoe what? turned down the role for Johnny Utah. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, William. I, I love you to death, man. I love your, I I love your career, but oh no. We we oh, I wish you were in this conversation. I was with my brother Chris because we were talking about Spider Man uh, No Way Home, and he was like, "Oh, this movie is fucking garbage." What? Yeah, he, yeah. Trust, dude. Trust me. <laughs> we. It was a long three hour. T- I'm like, dude, why did you think it was garbage? Oh, the acting was terrible. Like. What movie were you watching? I don't get it. Like, this is the culmination of all these Spider-Man movies together. Plus, every single villain had a role. They played it great, better than the original movies. And William Defoe was a standout. He was awesome as Goblin. He's like, well, oh, whatever. Like, you know, it was, just, it was like a dude. This is why I hate you. What was his reasoning behind it? Like, his reasoning was like, oh, the acting. He's, he, he kept saying the acting was terrible. I'm like, what were you watching? Who's, yeah, who's acting? Saying, he said everybody's acting was terrible. I'm like, what were you watching? Tell me. He's like, it was just awful. Like, oh, I go, dude, you must be drunk or something because no. Yeah. It was it was on point, not terrible. Um, these um damn systems, right? Oh, look, we're leaving at the terminator too right now. And it was in uh, gleaming the cube too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, where are these damn systems at? These are not the damn systems. Or these, are, like, these are what they refer to as the L.A. River. Okay. This is for the overflow for the L.A. River. Um, when they built the city, they had to redirect the actual river. And to do that, they built these things. And we see them in every movie that takes place in L.A. You know, Terminator, so what, Terminator so, 2 is like primary one, you know, you can think of. So what is their function is basically just it's the runoff. It's the it's to redirect the L.A. River. <laughs> That's really what it is. So when the river gets overflowed, that that area. But LA has so many droughts, so they don't have yeah, that. Yeah, but that's what I'm wondering. But it was there when it was built. That's what it was built for. So now it's just like just there. Well, it's there. There's still water. I mean, you've got the you've got the the big banks on either side, but you have a little trough in the middle. That's where the water runs right now. But if there ever gets a point where, because in the in the winter time, when it, the winter time actually LA hits with a lot of rain, we get a lot of um. They get a lot of mudslides Mudslides. and and flooding. So what happens is that the water will come up out of the little trough and go jump into the big trough. But usually when they're allowed to go film down there, it's lower. The water's down lower. They're not going to let people in there when it's like really busy. Okay. I've always wondered that. Yeah, no, that's what those are. Yeah, it's because when they built LA up, like I said, they had to divert it. It's okay. I got Lori Petty there. You're good. You got Tank Girl. Send her out. Shit. God, you may really want to watch Tank Girl now.
And Keanu still looks the same, except with a beard. No, he looks older. Yeah, okay. I'll just say. Not really. Carrie Ann Moss looks a little bit older than he does. Well, I wasn't comparing him to Carrie. I was comparing young Keanu to older Keanu, and yes, you can see the difference. <laughs> I have to look at the eyes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's where the eyes. That's where it is. It's the eyes. It's sagging. The, the eyes. And this was it like that when you get older, like the 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 was it like the the, uh, the bags in your eyes mm-hmm. get like. Look at my eyes. Ooh, he could have played crate. Look, who's this dude? Okay, one of the vampires show up. Oh, hell yeah. One of Patrick's finer moments, this speech right here. That in Roadhouse. I want you guys to be nice until it's time tonight to be nice. Where the hell is Johnny Lawrence? Oh shit. Jesus. Kiana, dude, you just got shot out of the damn pillow. You're so calm like that. God damn. Oh my.
Yeah, no, I would not do that. Sorry. What? You never jump out of an airplane? Nope. Have you? No. Okay. Well, never I said thought, I never. I never said actually, I, I, I never said I wouldn't. I just said I never have. No, I've thought about that. The truth is, I have thought about it. I have thought about it. Well, maybe before I hit the big. The big what? The big. No. Particular yeah, you, you, can, you can say it. It's okay. Big five zero. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, no, I would never jump out of an airplane. I've thought. Actually, I've thought no. about it. I think it would be. Nope. Never would do it. When I was younger, I probably would have. But as I've gotten older, I, I've somehow, I've somehow like uh, gotten a. Um, I've sort of gotten a, a fear of heights. I've always had a fear of heights. It's never changed. Nah, I used to used to work construction. Like I would literally walk from floor to floor on like a two by four with like you know nothing under me for three three stories. Never never had fear. Did, I don't know. And, how and, did. and I I don't know how well, I did it either. Now, I, now, now, now I now I get weak knees when I look at a video of somebody doing something. I'm like, whoa! I can't do that. I get weak knees of looking at that that picture from like whatever the thirties or twenties where like the oh they're sitting there having lunch. Yeah. yeah, which has been like copied over and over again. But like everything else. Now Patrick Swayze was an avid uh, skydiver, apparently. So for this was him, and actually the surfing was him as well. They didn't have a stunt double for him. He refused one for the surfing. But yeah, no, the skydiving that was his uh, biggest thing. Wasn't yoga one of his biggest things? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that's definitely Patrick, but I, I'm pretty sure that's not Keanu. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that is not Keanu, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's a fan and, uh, and a camera pointing up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends that have gone skydiving, but yeah, I just, nah. I know somebody in particular who went skydiving, too. Saw pictures. I'm like, Jesus. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. They make it look cool, but I was like, in, in real life, I was like, ah! Yeah. It looks so easy right now. That is not you, Keon. I'm sorry. Now, if I ever did that, the, my first instinct would be like, okay, where's the cord? Where is the cord? I want to make sure I know where the cord's at. <laughs> now, you don't want to pull it too early because then you'll float like 100 miles away. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I guess that's why when you dive, this is what I've heard. Somebody told me this. Apparently, when you dive out, there's somebody that goes with you and like, they're like, I guess they're on their well, back. Well, you, you use it. You do what they call tandem jumping. Yeah. There's a yeah, tandem jump. Yeah. There's somebody with you and like, Hey, you're good. You're good. I'm going to let you know when to blow the cord. I'm like, just have fun right now. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah. They make sure you don't pass out. They keep, yeah. They make you keep like, your head up and everything. Yeah. Just, people just will keep your head up. Yeah. Exactly. Keep breathing. I'm like, Oh shit. Like relax. I don't think I could ever get used to this. I admire people to do that.
Do they? Okay, they, they, they. Oh, it's right. They know he's an FBI agent. Yeah, they already know. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I've seen this movie a hundred times, and now I'm freaking for John Wick. Okay. This is he's got fins on. Good for him. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. It is a cool scene though. He likes him. That's the thing. He's like, I don't want to sell him out, dude. I, I kind of like the dude. He could have killed him right here. We talked about Patrick Swayze earlier, like his best role, or actually his, be- his movie highs and lows. Keanu Reeves is a little bit different. But if I had to put a gun to your head right now, well, actually, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't want to be violent. If you're in an island by yourself, living alone the rest of your life, miserable, angry, and you had one Keanu Reeves movie to watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? That's a tough one there. You can have everything else. You can have your books. You can have your your CDs. You can have all the movies that you want. But the one restriction is, hey, you know what? You watch Keanu Reeves? Okay, cool. But you only get one. Tough. I know. I got to look over his movies to see if I if anything like, stands go, go out. Go I'll, I'll, I'll give you a minute. Honestly, wow, dude! I'm actually, honestly, oh, before before you do your choice. I'm looking over at his dude. There's a lot. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, actually, no. I'm gonna be interested. In what you say? Got the replacements. As oh, as, as Shane Falco, uh-huh. the quarter. Oh, good choice. Good choice. There's I one it. I had to always watch. It's got some good action. It's got comedy. Yeah. It's got a little. It's got a little dance number in the middle. Yeah, Gene Hackman too. Oh, yeah. this girl. There's there a scene in that movie. Um, you probably remember it. One of their, their, this is the last game. They're playing Dallas at halftime and they're getting their ass kicked. And Gene Hackman is walking towards it at halftime. 
and and, and then you you know, you know it's made up if somebody's getting their ass kicked by Dallas. So I mean, you know it's fake. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Quinnetta. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> touche. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I hate Dallas, dude. But there's a moment where da- Dallas is actually winning, and uh, he's walking their heart. Some chick is like a silent reporter, and she a- she's asking the coach. He's like, "So, what do you think your your team is missing right now?" He he's like the role of the newspaper. He's like an old. He's like Bear Bryant in this movie, and he's just he points to his heart like this. He's like, "What is that, coach? Heart. We're missing heart." And Shane is like living on a boat. Oh, dude. No, I think he was at the bar at the time. I think he was no, hanging out at the bar, wasn't he, when he saw the heart no, thing? No, he's at the boat. He's oh, the was boat. he on the boat? But yeah, no, that would be my one movie. Dude, I, I could not hate you for that. That's a great movie. Because that, that's one of those... That, I, that, that, that there's like that's that's not like one of those twenty movies I can just rewatch over and over. So and over can again. I? I can just can't just that and Hoosiers I can watch over like the um, necessary roughness. Yeah, that's another one. I was going to say necessary roughness too. Yeah, the first major league. Field of Dreams. Sixty one is another one. Oh, so good! Damn it, Mike. <laughs> Hit me in the feels, dude. See, I like I like this. He's like he didn't want to do it. Some of the best villains are the ones who feel empathy. Gotta join the heist. So good. Jesus. <laughs> oh, hey, here we go. That's a line. <laughs> Whatever. Damn, I like Patrick Swayze in this role. He could have been such a good villain. I mean, he sort of played one in Donnie Darko, but not really. It wasn't found out until later on in the movie. Spoilers. But he's got the chop, man. God rest his soul. He had the chops to do like a really badass villain. This is more like a fun villain, but. He falls in under a, um, a Thanos villain 
in this like he's yeah. got a, he's got a concept um, in his in his head and you can't completely disagree with what he's feeling you know the that something's coming down in the world i mean this is something that we all he's not doing it for nefarious reasons i'm not saying i'm not saying like super no, 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 on no, no, par but more no, leaning no no no, no. I, I, no, I know what you're saying. He, he's more he's more Thanos than than Hans Gruber. So I had to throw a diehard. He's reference. damn. You're throwing like these badass villains. God damn. Come on, man, Hans. Jews, Hans Gruber. Th- that's coming, by the way. This yes, year, yeah, I was gonna just say that. That <laughs> is coming. That is a future preview, but it'll be done in eleven months from now. So you gotta wait. It's coming though. Trust me. It'll be worth it. But no, I, I can see that. He's yeah, I can't. I, can't wait. I think we should do that the same month we were talking about doing Harry Potter movies because I think that fits right in. Oh well, if it's, I mean, it is. I mean, he, he's he's spending. He's it's Christmas. So he's hiding hiding in a tower, well, trying to depends. hide from Snape. It depends when if we're what we're discussing of the Harry Potter. Movies. No, I'm just making a joke. The Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It's a Harry I know Potter it movie. Is. <laughs> I know it is. It, it well, actually, it is. <laughs> We got me thinking about the Harry Potter movies because like, I was like, "Yeah, you said you watched the 20th anniversary." Yeah, I, dude, I did that. I cried. I cried. I, I will not lie. Almost 50 years old, I cried at that shit. It's okay. So did I. And, but I, I read the books and watched the movies. You weren't so much. My kid into it, texted so, yeah. me. She was like, "I saw it, Dad." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "They were crying. Were you crying?" I'm like, "I wasn't crying." Or whatever. I was crying. You're crying, man. You're crying. You're crying. It's <laughs> like when me and Mama saw. Like we cried. I'm like, I didn't cry. What are you talking about? No clue. So did so did you get a countdown of how many fucks were said in this movie? Fuck an A, dude. Quite a few. Do you have the fuck count? There is a, a, a fuck count on the... Um... It's kind of dirty, by the way. A fuck count. See, Dude, it's, there's another fuck... <laughs> Why would you say it? Why doesn't he have a mask on? Because he's, he's a cop, so they're not having to... Oh, so they wanted yeah. him to be yeah. seen. Okay, I got it. Okay. I forgot. It's been a so the F word is said 105 times. What is the movie that has the most F words? Oh. Oh. Trying to remember. Or maybe I'm thinking of a song. Sorry. I... Hold on. I got gotcha. you. It's not Pulp Fiction. I think we've done it. Because I think I brought that up was like the movie we were watching had the most F-bombs. Well, okay. I, I, I have I have the count. What movie is it? Um, Dude. Is it one we've done? No, it's okay. called Sweet Net. Sweet Nart, the movie. Fuck. A documentary on the word. Oh, well then, okay, what's number two then? Because, I mean, you're doing a documentary on the F board that's going to be... The Wolf of Wall Street has 569. Okay. 
Certainly. Some rest. Yeah, that's all. It's, uh, yeah. So no, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what sweet. I want to find out what this movie is. Um, sweet Nart the movie. See now, this is the moment I say it, it's Thanos. Casino. He, he just, Casino has four twenty two. By the way. Okay, that's. Uncut gems for a wait. Straight out of Compton only has three ninety two. Shame. Alpha Dog three sixty five. End of Watch three twenty six. Yeah, see here. Here's where he breaks his rule. He just he just killed somebody, and that, that's what I'm saying. He, he's he's not bad. He never never killed anybody, and he just finally killed somebody. Change it, bro. He does have empathy. Shit. So I'm saying, dude, you're right. Oh that's like that's what I'm saying because I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because that's the one rule he had: never kill anybody. Uh, never kill anybody. And then if when you watch his face just before he kills that dude, there, there's like this, this. Even even his face right now when he hits Keanu, he didn't want to yeah. do. He's like, oh shit, he's kind of like my boy. I mean, Keanu's face gets his ass kicked the whole movie. They're already like fucking like trying to patch him up and shit. There's Q. Dude, where you been, Busey? Where you been? Oh, McKinley. Oh, dude. <laughs> there he him. is. Yeah, just still, it still doesn't, hasn't found his voice yet. Sorry. Take mm. your hands off me right now. He's not there. He's not no, there yet. Not, yeah. Dude. He's, he's still back here, man. Yeah. But when he gets <laughs> over here, like yeah, this. When he get, yeah, when he... Uh, so, like I said, there's something about, about that time frame, like like 1999 to 2000, he finds something deeper in him. And, and... John C. McGinley, dude. Um, Shit. He's still doing shit. Good for oh, him. Oh, God, yeah. No, he was on... What was it? Scrubs for a long time. Dude, he was a... Dude, he... That... There was a nice girlfriend I had. Who got me into that show, and I was not a big nice. Zach Braff fan. But him as a douchey doctor, the yeah. douchey like he was like something about him. He was also in uh, Office Space too. He was one of the um, one of one. Name. I can't remember the name of the characters, but there was two guys. They were both named the same thing, and they were in there to to judge whether uh, their everybody's jobs were required. And uh, <laughs> he was he was great in that. Oh, that's right. He was one of the, the um, the stands or something. Like, I, I can't remember the name of the oh, name yeah. of the characters, but yeah. Well, tell me, what is it that you actually do? Yeah. Well, Jim, I actually just <laughs> sit really around my yeah. computer the whole day and you actually do nothing in this one. Well, I spend the first two hours just playing playing solitaire. How <laughs> come we? Yeah, The Rock, Platoon. Yeah, I mean, you look at his career. Oh, I mean, you talk up that guy. Like we we talked about the the, the previous actors, and you know. Like last week when we did um, 
what do we do last week? With um, Gleam the Cube, yeah. That guy, he's still around too, which I'm glad. So many deaths. God, I think the last thing he did was Brooklyn Nine Nine. Which somebody's been telling me to watch. Oh, dude, yeah, you gotta watch you Brooklyn. Oh, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. So good, right. so good. The cast is just is great, and um, uh, oh, uh, what, what, what's her uh, Rosa Diaz, the girl that plays Rosa Diaz on there. She's like this hardcore female cop. She's the one that plays uh, does the voice for the main character of Encanto, the new uh, Disney movie that came out. Really? Yeah, yeah. And you like when you see her in that role. Well, when you see her throughout the throughout her career in Brooklyn Nine Nine, she starts off with a little bit higher voice, and I think like season two, she, her voice drops down a little bit more. But uh, but yeah, no, it's a great, great show. If you uh, if you were ever a fan of of uh, Andy and uh, when he did any of the stuff with Lonely Boys, it's it kind of like brings that humor in. And then, of course, you have Terry Crews in there, which just Terry just nails it every time. I love Terry Crews. He had a reality show for a while, which I kind of dug. Terry Crews it? Yeah. All right. With his wife, yeah. Kids. It wasn't on long because it wasn't a Kardashian. I, was saying, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, it was like a one and Actually, I just watched, uh, what's, the, what's the one comedian that does a show with his shirt off all the time? He's got a show on Netflix now <sighs> where he gets brings like brings these people together, like these different groups of people and like like just like he had Joel McHale, Kaylee Cuoco, and then a comedian named Miss Pat. And Miss Pat's like this Miss Pat is basically Quinetta, if anybody knows our friend Quinetta, but it's oh, very, you know very, what? very vocal black woman. Right. And um and her and Kaylee, he's like, I want you two to get along. And she and she's like, I don't know her. She's a white little thing and i know where i grew up my my left nipple got shot off from my ex-husband i mean like she's like oh, street and she, i mean like harsh and kaylee's like oh, what God. the hell and, and she's like well what have you done and she's like well i did big bang theory she's like, she's like that Love fucking them. dumb show i was like oh, oh my god it was rough Bert, Bert something or other guys Bert something or other but yeah it does stand up comedy with his shirt off most of the time have you watched the new uh louis ck sorry special? no no i haven't i will dude do yourself watch it. It's good, really good. But Gary Busey's dead. Sorry, kids. Gary Busey will never die. What are you talking about? This kind of sun is still around. Dude, like he's a villain that I can root for. He's like saving his boys, like. Sh- now you got me thinking, dude. I I hate when you do this, dude. I hate what it. I when you, do. you know what you did? No, I don't. That's what I'm asking. What I do? You compared what? a character that I dig oh. a lot to a character that I like from the past, and you combine them, and you're actually like you melded them in a way. Like now, well, I can see them both. But see, that's what makes a great villain. It's not about it's not about the Thanos one that we always talk about, but that that they have rules. Like, you know, and they have rules empathy. Are there. Yeah, well, it's not empathy. It's they they have rules. He's broke a rule. He, he's like, I've got rules to follow. And when I break them, I I feel like I've done something wrong. And now, now look, like his look, world, look, look at this, look at his face right now. Yeah, because his, wor- his world is falling apart. His rules were don't kill, don't do it, you know, don't do this and this. And but when he so breaks, he's out of his element right now. He does. He's like, dude, I don't know. I'm now. I'm now. I'm like, dude, I'm off the rails. I yeah, he's he's no longer in control. 
it's okay if you ever read three jokers you find out who the real joker is and you well spoilers or or did you really find out who the you te- did. technically the three jokers is a black black label so it's really out off well of the main you continuum. you you found out who the real joker was so i will take that in canon because to me it makes more sense I won't spoil it, really, kids. So. Bob. He's one of the Bobs. That's what he was in Office Space. That's right. Yeah, the, Bob, the little fat guy, too, with the glasses, yeah. too. He was, he was another Bob. My, my God. Gary Cole was so good in that movie, too. Morning, Peter. So. Did you get the TPS reports done? Oh. We used to do the TPS reports. Like I never you understood not. that. You're lying. Did I, you do that? No, but we we would jokingly send each other TPS reports. Because I I'd never seen Office Space. I worked in an office probably about five years, and then with somebody's like, "Oh, you really got to watch this," and I watch. I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, that's my workplace." Uh, it's like I can't I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So Mike, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday because we got we're backed up a little bit. And like literally when he like in the movie when when he like leaves his job and goes to like this ridiculous manual job because he's just burnt out. Done that. That's when I turned into a bar back and a cook. Like, I need something dumb. <laughs> just you dumb. Told, when, you, when you told me a couple weeks ago, I was like, dude, I'm ready to leave. I'm burnt out. I was like, wait a minute. Is Mike from the office? <laughs> is, is that him? So is, is he kind of my job? He's going to work construction and shit. Oh, that's where I started. Well, either the reverse. Uh, I, st- I started construction, and then I went to office, and then I went back, and yeah. You should work my job, dude. Or shift. No. Nineteen bucks an hour. No. I want a life. Oh, and you will not have a life doing that. I don't have a life now. <laughs> well, that's on you. That's your. That's on you being cooped up in the house. You have the time to get out, but you you go to that schedule, you cut yourself off of anything normal. I got Friday and Saturday off. I'll be good. You won't be going anywhere. Yes, I will. Oh, ye little faith. Oh, that's cool. Good. I didn't, I didn't pe- know that. What? The 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 members of the ex-presidents were killed chronologically order in the, the order that the president served in office. No way. Hold on. I never realized that. Let me see. They don't, they don't have that shit. Oh, okay. Okay, the, the um, there's an uncut version shot of Brody saying "Adios, amigo" just now, falling from the plane that features Patrick Swayze actually jump, making a jump. Hmm. Well, no, he no, he did all the jumps. That's no, was... this particular one it says oh. right here. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, because he he did them all because that's he was skydive trained. I think he said he did over like fifty five or fifty six like jumps. Hmm.
Bro, you only did one skydiving jump, and now you're an expert? Come on. Visually, this is kind of cool, though. I'm not going to lie. See, I love, dude. You got me thinking about this in a different way now. Like he's he's fucking with him right now. He's like, go ahead, do it. I don't give a shit. Um, I loved. Oh man, see, thank you, Mike. Thank you. When you add like a different, when you add like a comic book wrinkle into shit like this, it always makes me think, like, God damn. You know, you just could have put it in your fucking pocket, dude. I could have. No, I mean, the gun. Well, why throw it down on the ground? You can do the. I don't know. Just it has a for more impact. Come on. He did. He didn't make it. See, he he didn't even make it. It was pointless to do that. He's dead. Hey, look, it's Doc Brown. <laughs> it's the Doc Brown glasses. Okay, here comes the fight. Yeah. Dude, he could have been oh. the mannerisms he has, like his is like outgoingness. I'm not, I'm not gonna say Joker, but like somebody somebody in like in that comic book lexicon, man. He could have been somebody. Joker's too easy. Then again, if you can make a wrestler into a kick-ass character, well, at least Dory Petty got away. It's a good trade-off. She forget forgave him pretty quick. Yeah, that was fast. No slap in the face. Marriage, bro. I mean, you could have ended the movie right here. You could, honestly, you could have ended it right here. And it would have been fine. Like credits, like... Catherine Bigelow cast. 
What do you think? Yeah, you could have, yeah. But again, I, I don't remember how it's and so. Well, guess what? You'll see in about five minutes. Look at them. Oh, look at the money, too. Dude, they took the money off the dead guys. Dude. All right. Nice. All right, so I take it that months has gone by. He's got pork chop sideburns. Yeah, he's got long hair. Got long hair. He's like primo John Wick. So. That's more Bill. Yeah, I agree. Oh, you don't remember the scene? Okay, hold yeah, on. dude, I've only watched this oh, one time, and hold on, Let me, hold on, right back. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Just yeah, like I said, one time, a twenty years ago, twenty something years ago. It's what he wanted. Such a good scene, man. I forgot how good this scene was. I know you haven't seen it. 
different FBI agent you're asking. Of course. Not quite gung fu yet, but I suppose he kicked his ass. I'm sorry. So Colt, you're saying Colton will always uh, beat John Wick? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Colton would, be, would beat John Wick. No, he didn't.
They'll ride the last wave. He's not coming back in. Boom. And that's when Johnny Dakota becomes John Wick. <laughs> it's a John Wick origin story. <laughs> so that is Point Break 1991, the original, not the horrible remake. Mike, thoughts? I know you haven't seen this movie in a long time. This is one of my favorites, so I'm going to rave about it. So you go first because I know you don't like it too much. Like I said, it's not that it's not that I don't like it. I liked it. I just don't feel a need to rewatch it over and over again because it just was it was good it was okay it's like i nothing nothing i don't get anything more out of it and i still feel the same way i still dig it it's fun it's it's stupid humor i get it and you brought a new wrinkle into it like with the mcu like he brody's not brody yeah brody's very thanos because empathy but i'm like okay when you bring a new wrinkle to a movie that i dig so much then i'm gonna like it more and it makes sense. And, and like the scenes where like his boy got shot through like he didn't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do this shit, but I have to do it because I want to survive. I get it. Like, God damn. I will say a great, great, <sighs> uh, great, great soundtrack, though. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack is killer. Soundtrack is killer. Actually, I'm looking at the soundtrack right now. Put in my Spotify playlist. Got a little, got yeah. a little rad during the during the uh, credits here and. uh <laughs> and it's a, it's a song that never it was only released on this they never released it on anything else it's just on this soundtrack well, soundtracks usually have and, and of course guys yes that means the, the credits are only three minutes long yeah not, <laughs> not, not long. our not our current uh 15 <laughs> yeah it's it's short kids we don't we're doing like small stuff so yeah having good times anyway i guess we gotta get out of here mike all right, guys, uh, make sure you guys do check us out on Heroes Asylum, our weekly podcast, as well as the review that we do every other week on this podcast link. So make sure you guys do check us out. And what do you got? Check us out on our Midnight Movies page and check us out. Bathtubs of Thrones is coming back soon. Probably a couple weeks. Uh, House of Dragons. Check it out, kids. And from Mike to me to you, get the asylum. See you soon, kids. Thank <laughs> you.